Greetings, my friends, and I hope that you are all doing well. Uh, this morning I wanted to share two of the days from the end of days 30-day devotional. I wanted to share with you day 11 and day 12, which deals with the lukewarm church. And uh, as I was recording this for the audiobook uh, this morning, it just kind of resonated even with me because in these two devotional days, I discuss kind of how the Western church is just kind of in the Western uh, Christianity has just gotten kind of too comfortable, like their lifestyles are just too easy, too comfortable, and that's this is what's causing their lukewarmness. And what's interesting about that is we are living in a time now where that seems to be getting stripped away. And uh, there's much more uncertainty, much more uncomfort, you know, being uncomfortable. Um, We don't know what's going to happen. We're seeing persecution of the church in America right now. Um, Just, I just saw an article where a Louisiana pastor, they've uh, put out a warrant for his arrest and they're charging him with like aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for holding a church service. These people are chomping at the bit to imprison and persecute believers of Jesus Christ. And so it would appear that we are entering in a phase where you really need to come out of lukewarmness and and find shelter under the wing of God. And so I wanted to share these two days with you, and I hope that it's a blessing to you. Um... And if you haven't picked up a copy, uh, you can consider doing that. You can go to Amazon right now or just go to scriptureandprophecy.com forward slash book and it'll take you to where you can get the ebook version or the paperback version. Uh, but either way, I'm still uploading several of these days for free uh, on YouTube and through the podcast. And I hope that they're blessing you and encouraging you. And uh, again, I appreciate all of you. Peace and grace be with you all. And until next time. God bless. Day 11 A Crown of Righteousness While it is of the utmost importance to be waiting and watching for Christ with a sense of urgency and expectation, our attitude and even posture about His return is equally important and even comes with reward. Maybe you've heard people say, Yes, I want the Lord to return, just not yet. I want to see my kids graduate college. I want to accomplish my career goals first. I want to get married first. I want to have kids first. I want to finish school and accomplish this or that. You wouldn't find this attitude within Christianity and other parts of the world. After all, many of our brothers and sisters are facing hard times and even persecution for their faith. They would delight in his appearing if it were to happen right now. We should long for his return. We should long to hear the trumpet blast in the sky. Maybe we've gotten a little too comfortable here in the West, especially the United States of America. Do we really think that there's an experience out there in the world which can compete with an eternity with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? A worldly and momentary pleasure which can compete with the Savior of our souls? 
an eternity of peace, rest, and joy? This just shows we're a little too comfortable in our current lifestyles, or we just don't quite understand what God has in store for those who love Him. The scriptures tell us no man has even conceived what God has waiting for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 says this, But as it is written, Eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Today's call of action. We should delight in the coming of Messiah. The life he has prepared for us is far beyond what we could ever hope or think. There will even be crowns for those who truly, truly delight in him and his return. I don't know about you, but I want a crown from the king himself. Not just any crown, but the crown of righteousness which is promised to those who anxiously wait for his appearing. Lord, help us to not sacrifice our heavenly rewards and our heavenly crowns for unfulfilling and rotting pleasures of this old world. 2 Timothy Chapter 4, verse 8 tells us this. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Day 12 the lukewarm church. In the book of Revelation, we see Jesus dictate seven letters to seven churches in Asia. The letters appear to be report cards, and nearly every church is called to repent and change their current direction or face severe consequences. I happen to believe these warnings go far beyond just those seven literal churches. I believe those seven churches are also types of churches in the world we might be part of right now, but also, I believe they represent the church ages throughout history. With that being said, I think we are living in the last church age, the Lodicean church, also known as the lukewarm church. This should give us cause to pause and examine ourselves. This particular church had need of nothing. They had plenty of clothes, they had shelter, they had food. And because of their comfort, they couldn't comprehend how desperate their need was for Jesus. Even more frightening, they didn't seem to understand they didn't really have Jesus. What they had was religion and the pleasures of this world. It pains me to say it, but this sums up a majority of the believers I know today. Even myself, if I'm being honest and I'm looking in the mirror, could fall into this category. This is the modern Christian church, at least here in the western part of the world. Jesus warns, he will have no part in this church. Either you will be on fire for him or not. He's not interested in wishy-washy followers. He desires we be hot in our faith and not lukewarm. 
He even says he would prefer you were just flat out cold in your relationship with him rather than to be lukewarm. Have you ever taken a drink of tea or coffee only to remember it is set for an hour? It tastes awful. You just want to spit it back out into the cup or sink. That's how Jesus feels about lukewarm faith. Revelation chapter 3 verses 14 through 18 say this. And unto the angel of the church of the Lodicians write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Jesus tells the Lodicean church, in spite of them having the things of this world in abundance, they are in fact not rich. Instead, he tells them they are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Without an intimate relationship with Christ, we have nothing. The modern Western church is blinded by their wealth and their comfort. So much so, they can't even see they don't really have Christ in their lives. However, Jesus loves us so much, he is standing outside of the door of the church, wanting to come in, wanting to have a real relationship with us. If only we would repent and hear his voice. Today's Call of Action Let us overcome this sin of lukewarmness. Let us open the door and dine with the King. May we be on fire for Christ every day of our lives and may we never fall into the wretched state of indifference. Revelation chapter 3 verse 19 through 22 tells us this. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and will knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am sat down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches.